Welcome into the Everything Court Podcast. I'm Court, and thanks for listening. Today, we're going to talk best world building in cinematic theatrical releases. Um, I'm going to jump right into 15 through 20 and discuss those briefly because I think they all have the same human problem element. Transformers at 15, Fast and the Furious at 16, Indiana Jones at 17, Mission Impossible at 18, James Bond at 19, and the Bourne Born Ultimatum series at 20. I think all these are great at building their worlds, but the worlds are already pre-built with the assumption that there are humans living in them. There's no extra out there. And that brings me right into the Transformers. At 15, these movies were fun. They're action-packed. Michael Bay did a great job. Megan Fox looks great. You got to give them respects, especially the early ones. Um, they really did a, a good job. And then I like how they can, can like they use history to bring it back around and like make us have an understanding for these moments differently than we're used to. Um, Transformers did good. I think it tapered off because at the end of the day, it's giant robots fighting. And as human, you really don't have a place in that world. Uh Number 14 is the Twilight, Twilight Saga. Um, as much as I try and I and, um, people I know and care about love vampire series, I just can't get into it. And it's not for the lack of vampires. It is for the more of the uh, TV show drama part of it where I can't get into the love story i don't it's got to be believable and for me in a fantasy i want to be drawn in and i guess that goes back to to liking your your lead roles and your characters i also have a weird distaste for some of those actors as well so we'll move on i think the jurassic world jurassic park series um is a great world build it's the same world altered dna altered timeline um, different universe inside our normal universe. So it's it's cool in the sense that we're talking dinosaurs over, around today and how could that happen? Definitely believable. It made you believe it. And the same goes with number 12, Planet of the Apes. These are believable, same way we live today. If we alter DNA and do these things, these... There's very likely things that could happen, maybe not on the scale, but uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Like as we start moving down this list and getting towards the top of what is an actual possibility to see in real life, none of these will be. So those are more of the honorable mention. Um, the next one I wanted to kind of squeeze in there because I think that it is old enough. I don't, you know, Star Trek, the movies, um, they did a good job of making a lot of different things canon not canon and how they tied in old characters into the new universe um they literally changed universes or something like that the very five minutes into the thing so i i like it it's very uh well done and it it brought me on a path to try more star trek which i ended up watching the uh series is the, the the series on netflix so Let's continue down the list. Now, these will start to get into which movies I had to pick. But let's go and say number 10. The DC Batman vs. Superman universe. The Ben Affleck vs. 
the Henry Cavill verse is one of the largest disappointments I've had when it comes to movie releases and feelings at a movie where I didn't see any of the things I thought I was going to see. And I know Batman's been done a lot. So every time you see a new Batman or a new Superman, it's got to be different. Um, and we all have our favorite Batman. We all have our favorite Superman because there's so many of them. Um, but being able to call, call out Martha, and that's the reason that we 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 don't kill each other. My mom, my mom's name's Kelly. Like, is if, if I'm in the fight and you say Kelly, I'm not even thinking about my mom. I'm I'm you're not gonna trigger that because I don't call my mom that name. I thought it was very, very underwhelming, and I cannot wait for the re-release of the Snyder Cut when Batman comes out, or the Justice League gets released again. Welcoming in Wonder Woman to this wonderful flashback-driven storytelling as the DC Universe just constantly showing us these flashbacks. 1984, we saw it. It was... Very, very underwhelming to not see a bad guy in a superhero movie until the third act was, I think, a poor choice. As well as, that's the kind of character you weave in through multiple characters. Meaning, the I can't think of the guy's name off the top of my head. But um, the, the Wishing Stone. The person that does the Wishing Stone isn't a fierce enough foe at that point. But if you were to have them weaved in between some other stories, kind of like um, Artem Zola in the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, where he appears, he's there, he's doing stuff behind the scene, making it more fierce. Uh, it, it just was underwhelming, constant flashbacks. Everything's about what had happened in the past and in a flashback prior to that. So we're going to move on to the next one is the X-Men Universe. Um, they were, they were leading in this because when I remember when X-Men came out, it was a fun movie to see because you just wanted to see more superhero movies because it was at the beginning. And for me, it was about, there's not enough content. We don't have enough. I just want to absorb all of this. And we didn't have anything. X-Men was the first one. And I thought Storm was awesome. I was like, I don't know nothing about Storm, but she's cool. I like, I like those abilities are what I would want. I, I remember thinking that as a kid. So X-Men, they did, they did the Wolverine justice, I believe, and, and ending him the way they did. And, and there's a lot of spoils going on. So pay attention. All right. Number eight is the Chronicles of Narnia. Now, the world building here is well established due to having the novels. And anytime you have the books before you have the movie, you have a understanding going into it from a specific group of people that have already read it. So you already have these fans that are going to follow that and have an understanding going into it. So there's less exposition going on as we watch the movie we're not listening to the movie and that's really what they're trying to do in these is show you and that but in in all there's the exposition 
I remember reading Chronicles of Narnia when I was a boy in school and it captivated me because it thought made me think about being in a fantasy universe and like how I needed to improve myself if the days came where I needed to, to wield a sword. And that was my mentality. It was like, how can I improve me just in case I walk into a closet one day and I'm in Narnia? Got to be prepared for whatever comes. <laughs> um, number seven, The Matrix. Man, this is a mind-blowing and un unreeling movie series because of how it opens you up to an idea of being in the matrix. And now it is just a term we say the universe exists somewhere to us in one of the 60 universes, the matrix is happening and we're just a computer program. Can't wait to see what they do next. Bringing back some, uh, some characters from the previous trilogy to make a, I assume a trilogy, although this is one of the few trilogies and probably the highest ranking no it's one of the few trilogies that made a movie and then made a trilogy and it was successful in doing so but i always think that if you know what you if you already know there's going to be a trilogy why not write a three write a seven eight hour nine hour movie and break it up into thirds and end it in proper spots and i think You'll know what I'm talking about later in this list. Number six, Pirates of the Carib Caribbean. 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 Potato, batata. Uh, I really like this. I mean, it made pirates cool. It made the idea of being a pirate not super lame. And not that, like, that's against pirates. Because pirates are deadly fierce But it didn't really have any cinematic value to anyone. Because at that time... There wasn't black sales. There wasn't all these even similar uh, TV shows and movies and books about it. It was that that did it. And that gave you every little piece of, of tropey pirate lure. It was awesome. And I really liked it. And I thought they did a great job. Obviously, um, wasn't written for a trilogy. It was made as one good movie after the next. And it was something like Johnny Depp. You keep paying him, he'll keep coming back, and you make movies and go go for there. Um, number five, Hunger Games. This is a cool universe, and I think the reality of the Hunger Games and imagining having to do that and what that would really mean, even without all the conspiracy at the highest level, which is in human nature. Humans are shitty people, so we're not known for being like good to others or... Or treating stuff. No, our bad is our really bad. So, in Hunger Games, it kind of realism shows you a different side of humanity, breaking us up into those different groups and how we might feel or how some of us feel even to this day, depending on our locations. All right, now we're in the final four, and these have to be by far your order of top four might be different slightly, and I will overpay my pay my respects number four harry potter magic in real life is crazy this universe not necessarily wasn't built the best but the idea of the harry potter world the hogwarts going there and being a part of that getting told what 
group you're going to be a part of it's it it's a a, a crazy good idea um i'm not sure how i feel about these next few movies um but i was a reader of the original series um before the the, the movies came out so all right top three number three star wars one of my favorite of all times. It kind of pain, pains me to see that it's at three, but I'm lucky that it's at three. Because for a long time in my life, Star Wars was my number one universe because it was really the only other universe. I didn't think of things in, in terms of that universe. And so I never really grouped them. Although I might have had a G.I. Joe universe in my head uh, as, a, as a young boy playing with toys. But the Star Wars the idea of star wars and being in a galaxy far far away far out seeds the story of luke leia and han and the fact that that story is good made it able for that universe to be built and the fandom and when you have someone like dave filoni and john favreau on it where they they know star wars lore they've read books they they like the the idea of what could happen there too the, the possibilities are endless and so if it's less about making money and more about storytelling and getting it right for the fans, because then the money will just fall in your lap. I think that's the way they're going with the Mandalorian and everything in the star Wars universe. There are two key things to me that uh, they're doing that I feel like might irk some people. Um, They are making cartoons from the clone wars and the rebels canon. And so going forward, you're going to have to know some of that information. And maybe I'll do a, another record about that to kind of speed everybody up as we go towards uh, May the 4th. And I think this year might be my my favorite May the 4th. We're going to get a lot of cool stuff going on that day, um, 100%. So um, number two, Lord of the Rings. Uh, Lord of the Rings for me, I mean, I was in like the third grade. I found The Hobbit on a bookshelf in my school library, and that was the first book I read. So having The Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, uh, this universe is something that I like have thought about and fantasized and will one day finish my book in a similar vein of orcs, goblins, elves, uh, ants. Name all these these creative creatures that he, uh, he made come to life in this, in this movie or this book that eventually got to be made a movie. And by the time it was getting made a movie, I was finishing up the books and I remember trying to beat the movie release date so I could finish the, the books in, in the, in the right order. If I, I was like, I got to finish uh, the, the fellowship of the ring before the movie came out. And so I was really excited that, um, that, and then a few years in that window there, the internet happened and man, I was able to like get so much more information on different factors and finding out that you know there's all these different types of books not just the ones in my local school was was a was awesome all right number one the best world built theatrical hands down has to be the 23 movies five different team-ups several crossovers number one with 23 movies tons of team-ups Tons of standalone movies, crossovers, back and forth. It is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Thank you, Stan Lee, for giving me something that I didn't even know I needed. I went almost 
20 plus years without any Iron Man, Captain America, none of that. I knew who they were. I wasn't blind to it. It just wasn't my jam. I wasn't introduced to it as a boy. My dad didn't get into it, so I didn't get into it. I didn't have anybody of my friends close to me get into it. So we were in it just other things, just as, you know, same thing as my Star Wars fandom was later. But once I got a hold of it and I'm going to the movies and doing these things and it was crazy to think these movies are great. Great. I was I was going to see the Captain America movies because they were good movies. The Winter Soldier is one of my all-time favorite movies. But 23 movies, two studios, they did it best. And if Star Wars, now in the same uh, umbrella as the MCU is, they're kind of working together, not in the same universe. They're just owned by the same company, so they have similar tools, that they have similar ideas and plots, and that they're going to work the same. They have the same people across the hall from each other. They can bounce ideas off those people. I feel like they're in good hands. Star Wars, MCU, I know they're coming out with a lot. I'm going to try and stay on top of it. If you're looking for more content, uh, look up Dean Court, Dean and Court Podcast. You can find us uh, recorded YouTube live every Wednesday night. Um, it's a joint podcast between me and another uh, friend of mine that uh, we really enjoy some different topics. He's not so much in the list, so I'm going to put these list videos out on Everything Corp. And look for me again. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. See ya.